This is Joan Boney speaking. The Bible says the following concerning homosexuals and lesbians. Romans chapter 1, verses 26-27 For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. You will hear homosexuals and lesbians say they were just born that way. God said to me the following. Mark chapter 10 verse 6 From the beginning of the creation God made them male and female. Homosexuals and lesbians are turned over by God to vile affections, according to Romans chapter 1. And this is what the Bible says. In the Old Testament, homosexuals were called sodomites. Sodom was a city filled with homosexuals. In every, it says, quarter of the city, homosexuals came out to have sex with the two men who visited Lot, Abraham's nephew, who lived in Sodom. The two men were actually angels who had been sent to God, sent by God, to destroy Sodom. Genesis chapter 19, starting at verse 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening, and Lot, Abraham's nephew, sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, the two men, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early, and go on your way. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the streets all night. And he, Lot, pressed upon them greatly. And they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. 
And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them, have sex with them. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow, Lot, came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men, the angels, put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they, the angels, smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said unto Lot, the angels said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city? Bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. Verse 14, And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Verse 15, And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, Take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters. The Lord being merciful unto him, and they, the angels, brought him forth and set him without the city. Verse 17, And it came to pass, when they the angels had brought them forth abroad, that he said, the angel said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Iniquity consumes us. When there is sin in the church, it's like leaven that leavens the whole 
lump. If you sit among them, you will be consumed when there is sin in the church. When they, when they have changed the scriptures, portions of the scriptures, there is sin in the church. When they fail to teach such things as the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery, and they perform wedding ceremonies at the church where men can marry divorced women, where divorced women can remarry against the scriptures. That is sin in the church. And if you sit among that church group, you are going to be consumed with them. Genesis chapter 19, starting at verse 18. And Lot said unto them, unto the angels, O oh, not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Behold now, this city is near to, to flee unto, and it's a little one. Just a little city. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And let and my soul shall live. He didn't want to go off to the mountain. He did not want to leave the evil. He was afraid he would die if he left the evil. The opposite is true. Verse 21. And the angel said to him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Soar. Verse 23, the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and all which grew upon the ground. But Lot's wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. One of the, angel, one of the instructions the angels gave was don't look back. Lot's wife looked back. This implies there was a longing that she looked back towards Sodom. I think it's very dangerous for us to live in the past. The Apostle Paul told us the following in Philippians chapter 3. Concerning Sodom. In the Old Testament, homosexuals were called Sodomites. In 1 Kings 14.24, we read, And there were also Sodomites in the land, and they did according to all the abominations of the nations which the Lord cast out 
before the children of Israel. First Kings fifteen twelve. And he, the king, took away the Sodomites out of the land and removed all the idols that his fathers had made. First Kings twenty two forty six. And the remnant of the Sodomites which remained in the days of his father Asa, he the king took out of the land. Second Kings twenty three seven. And he brake down the houses of the Sodomites that were by the house of the Lord, where the women wove hangings for the grove. Every reference in the Old Testament to Sodomites was evil. They were evil in the sight of God. It does not matter what man says on this subject. What matters is what God has to say in the Holy Bible. That is what we, the New Testament church, go by. And we, who are children of God, must line up our thinking with that which is spoken in the Bible. Can a homosexual be saved? Of course he can. Everybody is saved. Each person is saved when that person agrees with the sins as stated in the Bible. When the homosexual or lesbian agrees with Romans chapter 1, verse 26-27, concerning homosexuality and lesbianism being vile affections, when they see those scriptures and agree with the Bible, they are saved, just like adulterers and drunkards are saved. But they must turn from their sins as must all of us at the point in time when we are saved, born again. We cannot continue to do our past sins, for if we do our past sins after we acknowledge the truth that they are sins, there is no more sacrifice for sins, and we crucify Jesus afresh. It's a very, very serious thing. We'll look at a couple of scriptures on that subject if you return to the sins of the past after you are born again. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 8. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift, and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good word of God, and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame." For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it, 
and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. Another passage of scripture concerning those who have been enlightened to the truth and choose to return to their previous sins. Hebrews 10.26 For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifices for sins, but a fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sorer punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy, who hath trodden under foot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified, an unholy thing, and hath done despot unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him, God, that hath said, The vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So what hope is there for those who have been enlightened to sin and return to their previous sins? The Apostle Paul said a very interesting thing in 1 Corinthians 5. There was a man in the church who was committing fornication. Paul said this is the type of fornication we haven't even seen before. Even the Gentiles don't do these things. For this man is having sex with his father's wife. Paul said, And ye are puffed up, and have not rather mourned, that he hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily, as absent in body, but present in spirit, have judged already, as though I were present, concerning him that hath so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together, and my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such an one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. To put this person out of the church would be to deliver him to Satan, to keep him away from the Christians would be to deliver him to Satan. And it says, for the destruction of his flesh, Satan to destroy his flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. So this might be Salvation to this sinner in the church who calls himself a brother to put him out of the church 
because then, separated from the Christians, Satan could take over and destroy this man's flesh. A sad story which I encountered in the early 80s when I attended Word of Faith Church. Our Bible teacher was secretly committing fornication. I learned about it through a woman who owned a coffee shop who learned that I knew this Bible teacher in the sense that I was in his Bible class. She said to me, he is such a bad influence on my boyfriend. Incredible. This man who was our Bible teacher at church was a bad influence on this woman's boyfriend who was not in the church. This is an evil just almost unstated. Paul says this in 1 Corinthians 5:11 But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an, an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such an one not to eat. This is a person who calls himself a Christian who's doing these sins of fornication, covetousness, idolatry, railing, a drunkard, or an extortioner. Don't eat with such a person. And he says in verse 13, Therefore puts away from among yourselves that wicked person. I went to this Bible teacher when I heard this woman say he had a girlfriend. None of us knew he had a girlfriend. This was in secret. I said to him, Is it true that you have a girlfriend? He said to me, Yes. I, he began to be very evasive about this girlfriend, and I finally looked at him and said point blank, Are you having sexual intercourse with this girlfriend? He replied, Of course. I said, Oh, you know the Bible as well as I do. I can't have anything more to do with you. I can't come to your Bible class. I can't be around you. I can't keep company with you in any way. He said, that's right. He really didn't show that he cared at all about being separated from a godly person. And he knew, as I did, the Bible. He knew 1 Corinthians 5 as well as I did. And yet he was doing this. He was living a secret life in private while he taught our Bible class terrible, terrible wickedness. I didn't ever see him again. I didn't return to his Bible class. I ended up even leaving that church group because God brought me out 
by another reason. But I never saw this man again. Years later, I did talk with him by phone, and he said to me, fornication is no longer a problem for me because of my flesh, indicating his flesh had been destroyed. Hopefully, his spirit will be saved in the day of the Lord, but I think this might be the only hope for those people who know the truth and return to the evil. So this is a warning. Don't do that. All of these scriptures that I have quoted today will be written out for you, and you can see every scripture on our blog by going to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side of the page, there's a section called Podcast. You can tap on that link and bring up all of our podcasts. Look at the one on homosexuals and lesbians, what the Bible says, and you will find every one of the scriptures I have quoted today. Again, those are printed out for you on our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Be sure and put the word exhortation on that. For there are several script, uh, ministries in the United States called Jesus Ministries. So go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. And you can see everything the Bible says about the subject of homosexuals and lesbians. We in the church conform our thinking to what God says in the New Testament Bible. This is Joan Boney speaking, and I thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.